Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Jen. I'm Al. And we're here. Yeah. A day later than we usually record, but whatever. Yes. We have a reason for that. How are you doing, Al? I'm okay. How are you? I'm all right. How's life been for you this week? Not bad. Yeah? Yes. You finally moved all your stuff upstairs? Yes. How's it li- How's it living upstairs by yourself? It's a thing. It's a thing? Yep. Are you enjoying it? <clears throat> Ish. Ish? For the... M- okay. I need more For the most part. Stuff. Well, yes. Yes. But... That's the only issue. Because then I want to move all my computer stuff to the other room. TV, couch, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So then my bedroom can be just a bedroom and not my office bedroom. Yes. You definitely need separation because right now my bedroom is my bedroom and my office is, is literally the op- the beginning of my living room. Yeah, I Like wanna... that that little skip space, that little alcove mm-hmm. before you get to the living room, that's where my office is. Yeah, I wanted to like um, stretch out last night when I was reading like this book in bed. I was like, I want to get super comfortable. I like, kicked my, my work desk. Yeah. I was like, I was like eh, okay. You're like, that, that didn't quite work. Yeah. But it's okay. You know, you just need to start looking for stuff. Yep. Um, anything else going on in your world? Nope. No. How about the yummy breakfast I made us just now? Thank you for the yummy breakfast. You're welcome. And you're not one for, to have a bunch of coffee or anything. But I made myself coffee and you're like, yes, I want some now. True. I'm telling you, don't sleep on Walmart coffee. They have decent coffee, and if you add extra stuff to it, you can actually make it really yummy. So it was the caramel cream um, generic K-cups with some sugar-free French vanilla and a little bit of sweetener and um, the sugar-free whipped cream. Mm. It was very yummy. Nice. You know which coffee I really, really like? Mm. The Kris Kringle from Quick Check. I've never tried it. Mom had it. In uh, Our sister gave her a bunch of the K-Cups, and she gave me some yesterday mm. because she knows someone who gives them to her. Mm. They are delicious. They have hints of vanilla, coconut, and cocoa. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, as soon as I tasted one here a few weeks ago... Those were the only ones I would drink. Like, those were the ones I hid. Because okay. I was like, I want them so much. Thief. A little bit. When it comes to coffee, yes. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Not even ashamed about it. Okay. Um, but yes, yesterday we went to the boyfriend's family's house for his dad's birthday. And ate all kinds of yummy bad for you food mm-hmm. it was delicious and i don't feel bad about it at all okay yeah they had um the my boyfriend is peruvian and they made peruvian food they had this thing called cacao mm-hmm. that's um chicken potato it's kind of like a the peruvian version of curry chicken potatoes a whole mess of onions and um and and tripe 
people are going to be like, ew. Some people are going to be like, ew. But it was actually really well done. Um, in this creamy, spicy sauce that was yellow. Mm-hmm. And it was so good. And then they had this bread pudding kind of thing, but it wasn't actually, it was more dense and like cakeish. To me, it tasted like cold French toast that had been made with cinnamon raisin bread. Like, that's what it tasted like. Sounds good. It was very good. I had one slice. Okay. But yeah, it was good. And we had a good time. I enjoyed being around his family. And if you hear the pitter-patter of little feet, that's the dog. Yep. Yes. Anyway, life is good. We start going back to the office in a month, maybe. We'll see. Well, they're sticking to it. So hopefully nothing major happens and we'll start going back. Or hopefully something happens that isn't too major and we don't go back. Who knows? We'll find out, right? Well, all other officers are closed until next year. And for some reason, they're forcing us to go in. I think we're the test subjects. Good. I don't want to be. Good. Us, us at headquarters are test subjects. That's good. Yeah. The global headquarters. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. We don't want that. But, I mean, we're also in a state that... Doesn't that isn't a hotbed for it right now anymore? Anymore, <clears throat> we're one of the one of the few states in the United States that has kind of gotten a a little bit of control over it. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why they're willing to open the office back up. Yep. But I don't necessarily think it's a good idea. That's just me. And you. Yep. And everybody else. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know what is a good idea? Oh, no. Here it is. If you like, follow, subscribe. I'm just saying. We're everywhere where you can listen to podcasts. We're hosted on Podbean, but you can listen to us on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify for being our uh, where people like to listen to us the most. Yes. Um, but we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on CastBox, we're on all of them, really. Find us, we're there, Dueling Club Podcast, woohoo, the Dueling Club. Um, we're also on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. All of those things have kind of not been super what it prioritized at the moment, and I'm sorry for that. Life has just been a little bit hectic. Yep. Yeah. Um... What else? And and we're always good with comments. Oh, I started playing the the new Harry Potter puzzle no sé qué game. Harry Potter puzzles and spells. Like an official thing, or is that like a? Just a no, look. If you click on it, Portkey Games. Okay. Yeah. And it says Wizarding World, and I would rather much than pay attention to the. MMO, but okay. Yes, I would not, not also. That, not that puzzle game takes very much. No. Anything. It's just, it, it, for people who like puzzle games and like Harry Potter, this is your thing. There you go. Yeah. Um, I just started, but I'm already on like, I started yes Friday, and I'm on level like 110. I never heard of that day. Yes a Friday? 
<laughs> yes. I was going to say yesterday, and then I remembered it was Friday. Dang. Let me make a mistake every once no. in a while. Okay. Never mind then. So, you know, let's get back to Harry Potter. Oh, we're, we're going to talk about Harry Potter and the Harry Potter podcast, not the buffet menu at your boyfriend's family's house? Okay. Listen. You literally named off everything. It was this and this and it was good and I had one slice and it was this and the next thing was this and this and it was good and it was... I'm like, okay. Whatever. Well, you know, mom, every time I go over to their house, mom and our sister are like, hey, so if they make causa, I wouldn't mind if you brought some. Oh, if they make papa la huancaina, I wouldn't mind if you brought some. And it's like, look, I don't know what's on the menu until I get there. So I'm not going to be like, hey, are you making this so that I can bring some home with me? Like, that's just weird. You okay? Yes, I'm sorry. I got tired of hearing about the Peruvian family. Continue. Hey, I like them, though. I I don't doubt that they're wonderful people and that you love them. But let's get back to Harry Potter. We're not talking about Peruvian people in the Harry Potter podcast. We're talking about Harry Potter. I love them, though. They make you happy. Yes, and they're they part do. of your boyfriend's family. So respect as far as that goes. Okay, so getting back to Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, we are on uh, Chapter 13, um, Mad-Eye Moody, Season 4, Episode 15. Mm-hmm. So let's go with the recap first, right? They went back to school. Okay. Done. Good. They they went back to school. Harry still hasn't seen anything from Hedwig in regards to Sirius. Someone's going to jail. Okay. Oh, or somebody's being picked up by an ambulance. No, that's jail. That's jail. Okay. <coughs> anyway. <sighs> they get back to Hogwarts. They find out about the Triwizard Tournament being held at Hogwarts. Yes. And they have a new defense against a dark arts teacher. Mad-Eye Moody, who Harry found out about earlier in the day because he's crazy. Next. And needed Arthur to help him. Yes. Okay. So, the next day, after the opening ceremony and stuff, at breakfast, we see George, Fred, and Lee Jordan, their best friend, plotting, sitting together plotting ways to get past the tournament age limit. Because they're all 16. They're not being of age in the wizarding world is 17. They're all 16. They can't do it. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure it out, though, or at least try. Um, remember Hermione, how she refused to eat dinner when she found out that it was made by house elves? Well, she's eating breakfast. She's wolfing it down. Well, the issue is, is that a hunger strike from one student is going to make no difference, realistically. Right, and that's what she says to Ron, who's like, oh, I see you're you're going to eat breakfast today, or you're done starving yourself. And she's like, well, there are better ways to promote elf rights. And she scarfs down her food and leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, but Harry is still, we all know that during breakfast, that's when all of the owls and, and birds, other birds, come to deliver mail. And Harry's whole pull from news from Sirius, but doesn't get it. Yeah, because we see Neville's 
owl come and drop off stuff because Harry's like, oh, Neville always forgets something. So it makes sense that on the first day he's getting an owl. And he sees the eagle that Malfoy has delivering the customary sweets that his mom always sends him. Um, Yeah. So they are getting ready for their their first day they get their schedule and they see you know oh we we're pretty much outside all day today they have herbology with hufflepuffs first um and then they have care of magical creatures with hagrid afterwards and then they have um divination mm-hmm. well harry and ron have divination and hermione has ancient rune no arithmancy yes yes um, and she's like, well, because they complain about having divination. She's like, well, before she leaves, if you had dropped it like I did, you wouldn't have to worry about it. This is true. This is true. So they head over to Herbology with Hufflepuffs, and they are told that they're going to be dealing with um, Bubo tubers. Yes. Good God. And we find out that they're going to actually be squeezing the Bubo tubers to get the pus out of them. And Harry's like, pus? And she's like, yes, pus. Because it's in diluted form, it's a good acne treatment. Mm-hmm. And Hannah Abbott is like, yeah, because you don't want to be like Eloise Midgen who tried to curse the acne off her face. Yes. How do you curse the acne off your face? Yeah, but it didn't work. Yeah. But Madame Pomfrey was able well, to put how, her nose back on. But that's how you try, and then you fail and hit your nose. Yes. Um, and then the next class they have is Care with Magical Creatures, and of course it's with Slytherins. Ugh, I don't understand why they have that class with Slytherins. It's not fair. Anyway, so we find out that they're going to be learning how to take care of Blast and its Groots. Which like what? I think that... I'm not sure if it's this this lesson or a future lesson, but they're not even sure if those are like actual animals and haven't been bred like a chimera kind of situation. Um. Well, because they, they look like larvae, but then they have like a stinger, and then they have like a sucker on one end. So the males have the stingers. Yes. And the females have the suckers. Yes. And it might be to suck your blood. Yes. And they also have another orifice, I hate that word, Yes. in which they like, a fire comes out of and they can propel themselves. That's why they're called blast-ended scroots. There you go. And like, one of them actually burns uh, Dean Thomas, Mm -hmm. and Malfoy, of course, has something to say about everything. And he's like, yeah, of course we want to keep these alive. What function do they serve? And Hermione is just quick because to, you don't know their function doesn't mean they're not useful in some way. Yeah. What if what if they're like boober tumors, <clears throat> and and they are the cure for some sort of disease? Mm-hmm. You never know. She actually says, um, for example, we know that dragon's blood is really helpful in a lot of potions, but nobody wants to own a dragon, mm-hmm. except for Hagrid. Yes. Reference book. One. One. Anyway, so they go over to um, lunch, 
And Hermione again wolfs down her, her lunch. And she says that she's going to go to the library. And they're like, but it's the first day of school. We don't even have homework yet. And she's like, oh, I have stuff to do. And she leaves. So eventually lunch is over. Harry and Ron go up to divination. And Professor Trelawney is there with her um, mystical air, with her scarves and it being too hot in there. In the smoky atmosphere. Yes. <coughs> and... Of course, she starts with her usual gloom and doom, and she's like, Oh, Harry, you know, I can see that you're going to have a rough year this year. And it's like, well, he's Harry Potter. And you will die. Yeah, it's like, he's Harry Potter, and this is his fourth year. And the pre the three previous years, someone has tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. So... That's an accurate assumption at this point. Well, funnily enough, no one actually wanted to wanted to kill him last book. But they said he that just he, put himself yeah. in danger's way constantly. So, are we blaming Harry on that one? I think we have to a little bit. Yeah, but the reason he kept putting himself in danger's way because he was told that an escaped convict was looking for him, and he found out that the escaped convict was his godfather. So he, everybody thought that the escape convict was coming after him to finish the job, a.k.a. kill Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't realize that it was actually to finish the job, a.k.a. kill Wormtail. Yes, but in the long run, Harry's life wasn't in danger in the slightest. Mm-mm. So that's the funny thing. Except for the Dementors. But even that, they didn't want to kill him. And they just wanted to suck his soul a little bit. It's fine. Your body is still alive. Yes. <clears throat> no, the issue is, is that like, like I said, if Harry had literally just attended school like he was supposed to, at the end of the year, there would have been no problem. He wouldn't have been hurt. Yeah. So he, you know, followed the 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 breadcrumb trail and put himself in danger's way. Danger's way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Oh, multiple so that, that, times. That's like all on him. So like, I'm not going to lie. There's no sympathy there. No. They told you, don't look for this escaped convict because he's dangerous. And it later got changed to, don't look for this escaped convict because he's dangerous and wants to kill you. And then it turned to, don't look for this escaped convict because he's dangerous, wants to kill you. And is the reason why your parents are dead. And he goes, obviously, now I have, obviously to, find I have to find him. Like, yes. no, he is still an escaped convict who wants to kill you. He killed... 13, was it 13, 13, 13, 12 muggles in one? Yes. Yes. He killed 13 people with like one spell. Yes. yes. Like, what are you, my good man? You're, You're a 12-year-old. You are a 12. Well, 13. Either way, I don't give 11, a damn. 11, 12, 13. Yeah, he was 13. He's 13 and some odd months. You can't do anything. Yeah. You are practically useless. Mm-hmm. You just learned how to disarm people and that's your go-to. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yes. My, my man knows how to kill. I'll take what's out of your hand away, idiot. <laughs> that's what that's what, what Harry Potter was. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're holding that pencil? No. Expelliarmus, <laughs> not anymore. Pretty much. Um, so back to divination. She tells them that they're going to be studying the stars and how the stars and the after planets. Bre- I mean, after breaking their alignment. Up, like you said. Well, no, that happens in a second. Okay. Um, 
studying the stars and the planet alignments and what they where they were at the moment of your birth and how they affect you and this is where she says that per his appearance because he's got the dark hair and the and the the ominous gloomy whatever that he was clearly born um in midwinter in, under midwinter. the influence of saturn yes and he's like, nope, I was born at the end of July. That's as far away from winter in the northern hemisphere that you can get. So Professor Trelawney, angry that she's been caught in her um, tomfoolery, assigns massive amounts of astrology homework. Well, it's not just that. She's like, okay, everybody work on your on your star birth charts. And they start joking around. And he's like... I think Ron's like, I think I've got two Neptunes and Lavender's like, oh my gosh, I have an unaspected planet, Professor Trelawney. And she's like, that is Uranus. She goes to take a look. She's like, let me take a look. That is Uranus. And and Ron is like, hey, Lavender, can I get a look at Uranus? Yes. And that's when everybody starts laughing and that's when they get assigned yes, all the homework. Precisely. Yeah. My thing is because they're teenagers. We knows what hap we we knows we knows we knows it. Yes. Um. We know what happens in the next book. I wonder if that had anything to do with anything. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Maybe that's all I'm gonna say because we don't do spoilers if we can avoid it. No, we don't. But we're getting to the point where it's hard to avoid it. Yes. Okay. So. Um, yeah, yeah. So they go to dinner and while they're waiting to eat, they can hear Draco Malfoy basically being super loud and saying, oh, look, Ron, your father's in the paper. And he reads the paper. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Um... And it's going to take a second because, you know, apparently I don't have chapter. things prepared. That wasn't on the wrong chapter per se. You literally where I just saw the headler. Really quiet. Okay. Further mistakes at the Ministry of Magic. It seems as though the Ministry of Magic's troubles are not yet at an end, writes Rita Skeeter, special correspondent. Recently under fire for its poor crowd control at the Quidditch World Cup and still unable to account for the disappearance of one of its witches, the ministry was plunged into fresh embarrassment yesterday by the antics of Arnold Weasley of the Misuse of Muggle Artifacts Office. Malfoy looked up. Imagine them not even getting his name right, Weasley. It's almost as though he's a complete non-entity, isn't it? Ugh. Malfoy straightened the paper with a flourish and read on. Arnold Weasley, who was charged with possession of a flying car two years ago, was yesterday involved in a tussle with several muggle law keepers, and in parentheses, policemen, over a number of highly aggressive dustbins. Mr. Weasley appears to have rushed to the aid of Mad-Eye Moody, the aged ex-Auror, who retired from the ministry when no longer able to tell the difference between a handshake and attempted murder. Unsurprisingly, Mr. Weasley found, upon arrival in Mr. Moody's heavily guarded house, that Mr. Moody had once again raised a false alarm. 
Mr. Weasley was forced to modify several memories before he could escape from the policeman, but refused to answer Daily Prophet questions about why he had involved the ministry in such an undignified and potentially embarrassing scene. So... So what is the ministry supposed to do if there's a report of something going on with magic in the community? Ignore it because it could potentially be humiliating? Like what? Mm -hmm. What kind of sense does that make? Well, this is another example of what Bill was talking about earlier, where he said, you can never do anything right with Rita Skeeter. If you ha- if you do something, you're wrong. If you don't do something, you're wrong. Yeah. She's just there to... It's a damn for sensationalism, which I think I mentioned actually. Yeah, she's this just there for sensationalism, um, which really stinks as a reporter that that's what she would be about. But of course, she has to pander to well, her audience. In and times of sell, peace, yeah. what else can you do? True, but are we really in times of peace now? I mean, that's what they think, and technically, yeah, we still are. Not with death marks flying above. That can be just be boiled down to people being rowdy. Yeah. Okay. So he Malfoy continues, and he's like, uh, "And there's a picture, Weasley, a picture of your parents outside their house, if you can call it a house. Your mother could do with losing a bit of weight, couldn't she?" Ron was shaking with fury, and everybody was staring at him. Get stuffed, Malfoy! Come on, Ron. That was Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, you were staying with them this summer, weren't you, Potter? So tell me, is his mother really that porky or is it just the picture? How dare he? How dare he? Like, I don't even understand when people, why when you people would feel say, that. When people say they like Draco, and I'm like, what about him is likable? I think they want to be like, oh, everybody's redeemable. No, everybody is not redeemable because you don't. If you don't like someone, fine. Don't like them. Don't take cheap shots at the people they love. If you're going to make fun of, for example, if you're going to make fun of me, I'm heavier. I'm, I am I will admit it. I'm a bigger person. If you want to make fun of me about something, make fun of me about something I can do something about right now. Like, you want to tell me that I'm ugly? Okay, fine, whatever. I'll put on some makeup and it'll be fine. I'm not ugly, but okay. Like, I can fix that. If you're going to tell me that I'm dumb, I can read a book and fix it. I'm not dumb, but okay, whatever. Okay, if you say I'm I'm fat, okay. Like, I can't do anything to fix that right this moment. Mm-hmm. So you're just making fun of me to make fun of me? Well, the thing is, is that I don't care if you talk, sh- if you make fun of me. Oh, look Whoa. at you yourself. High five. Oh, my goodness. If you talk about me, I don't care. It, just at all. Because, like, you don't know me, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So, it's like, you're speaking, in, you're talking out of your behind. Yes. Nothing you say will affect me whatsoever. But the second you start insulting the people I care about, it's like... How dare you? I will bring down everything. Yeah, basically. I will rain down fire and brimstone on you. That's kind of how it is in the book I'm reading right now, by the way. Yes. The main character is like, if you target me, if you come after me... Then there's still like a road for redemption, you know, because I don't care. The second you go after the people at my side and the people I care about is when there's no rest until death. Yes. That's on the extreme, but. That's that's how the world kind of is. That's how I feel, though. Yeah. I understand. So 
that's when Harry goes a little bit under the belt as well. But I mean, it. He, he's they're a teenagers. Kid. He's a kid. Yeah, and he says, "You know your mother, Malfoy." Oh, good God. That expression she's got, like she's got dung under her nose. Has she always looked like that? Or was it just because you were with her? That one was literally so much better than what Malfoy said. Right? Ha! Your mom's fat. Hey, hey, Potter, does she look that fat in person? Like, wow, dude. Yeah, you don't well, even, your you mom don't even looks like star. she has kind of the goo, so you, you, you don't do? get a gold star, you, not even for effort. That was no. trash. Try again. Harry, dude. Yeah, so Malfoy's face goes slightly pink, and he's like, don't you dare insult my mother, Potter. <laughs> and it's like, wait it's a, a second, you were just in, insulting Ron's mom, but the second that somebody insults your mom, oh, now it's not fair? Now it's not okay? Oh, now, now you've gone too far. <laughs> Oh, so, I hate him so much. This is this is when I have to parallel it with what's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. So, with everything that's been going on with people protesting in the United States and whatever, there have been a lot of conservatives who have been like, those those demonstrators, those protesters, yeah, run them over with the car. If they get in the way, they get in the way. Whatever. Those people who were basically condoning murdering people who are following their First Amendment rights, who are exercising their First Amendment rights, all of a sudden, when President Trump comes down with COVID, test positive for COVID, oh, don't make fun of him. That's rude. That's mean. Why would you wish ill will upon anyone? Same people. And it's like, really? Be quiet, Malfoys. Just be quiet. True. True. We should start calling all those people Malfoys. I'm here for it. Okay. But I, I just wanted to draw that parallel. <laughs> yes. Um. So Malfoy, uh, Harry pulls Ron away and they turn their back to him to leave because, you know, yes. Harry got the last word and it was a magnificent last word. Yes. And several people scream. He turns around. Bang. Several people scream. Harry feels this white hot something grazed past the side of his face and he plunges his hand into his robes to get his wand but before he can do that he hears a second loud bang and then he hears oh no you don't laddie who is it it's mad eye moody mad eye moody i'm sorry professor moody sure we're going to call him Mad-Eye until he starts being Professor E. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he goes up to Harry and he's like, did he get you? And Harry's like, no, he missed. And he's like, leave it. Moody just says, leave it. We find out that not only can his eye move around, the one that moves, move around and see everything in front of him. Apparently, Yes. Because he's watching as Crab who is now frozen in his place, not literally, figuratively, was about to pick up what was standing where exactly where Malfoy had been. Mm-hmm. It's now a white ferret. It's a little white ferret. That's the only version of Malfoy I like. Right? Um, so... Moody limps over to Crab and Goyle and the ferret, and the ferret at that point, gives out a terrified little squeak and tries to run away. It's like, I don't think so. 
And Moody points his wand at the ferret. And, okay, this is a little bit extreme. Yes. It flew 10 feet into the air and fell with a smack to the ground and then bounced upward once more. Mm-hmm. And Moody says, I don't like people who attack when their opponent's backs are turned. Mm-hmm. Stinking, cowardly, scummy thing to do. And that's Moody growling as the ferret keeps bouncing higher and higher, squealing in pain. It's a little far, but you know what? Like, that's all on Malfoy. Yes. Like, no one asked Malfoy to be such a terrible person in, like, every way possible. And he's like... Hey! Moody actually says, never... Oh. Come here. Yes. Sorry, my dog is, like, trying to bark at someone outside. Yeah. So, at with... Mind you, every space, every time that I pause is... Um, a time that the ferret hits the stone ground and bounces up again. Never do that again. Mm. Um, and then you hear a profess- um, a shocked voice say, Professor Moody. And of course, it's Professor McGonagall to the rescue. And he's like, oh, hello, Professor McGonagall. She's like, what, what are you doing? And he says, teaching. And she's like, teach moody is that a student i love it and he's like yep (laughs) he doesn't even try to pretend he's like yep and she's like no moody we are never to use transfiguration as a punishment surely professor dumbledore told you that and moody's like he might have mentioned it yep that's when i like how the movie did it because Mm -hmm. that's how i imagine it in my head yeah yeah So, um, he transforms, or I think she transforms Malfoy back, actually. Um, and then Malfoy threatens him with his dad. Well, okay. There's other stuff. He threatens him with his dad. I think he still does in the book. It's more of a, it turns back into Malfoy. His eyes are, are watering with pain and humiliation. And he looks malevolently at Moody and mutters something in which the words my father are distinguishable. Mm-hmm. So it's not like like how he is in the in the movies where he's like, my father's going to hear about this. It's a, my father. Because he's a coward. Yes. You know what? At least, at least movie Draco was very plain and, and forthright with being a little bit of a douche. Yes. Whereas book Draco is literally the biggest coward. Yes. So, um... Moody's like, oh, yeah, your father? I know your father from way back. I could tell you tales about your father. Um, And McGonagall had mentioned, we don't do this. We don't use this as punishment. We give them detention or we speak to their head of house. Which? And and Moody's like, yeah, okay, sure, you tell him. And now I'm going to go find your head of house. It's Snape, right? And Malfoy's like, yes, resentfully. It's like, cool, another old friend. I've been looking forward to a chat with him. Come on. <clears throat> and it's like, oh, snap. And he grabs Malfoy's <clears throat> upper arm and marches him off towards the dungeons. Yep. And then uh, Harry and Ron um, find Fred George and Lee Jordan, who are like sort of in awe of Moody because mm-hmm. they just did a class with him. Yeah. And about how he's like the real deal. Yeah, but Ron is like, I love this part. He's like, don't talk to me. 
And Hermione's like, why? Because I want to fix that in my memory forever. Draco Malfoy, the amazing bouncing ferret. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I'll give that to you, Ron. Like, I'll give it to you. He literally makes fun of you at every turn he can. And he makes fun of you for being poor. Like, you're not a bad student. Because book Ron is actually an okay student. Yes. Um, Movie Ron, they make him seem like a a dimwit. Yeah. Yeah. So bad. Um, Well, the thing is that all of Ron's character traits in the movies are actually given to Hermione. Yes. Hermione isn't actually the bravest person in the universe, contrary to popular belief because of the movies. Yes. She's like fairly brave, but not like the level that Ron is in the books. No, she's fairly brave and she's, she is very, 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 very much loyal to her friends. Mm -hmm. So that the movies get right. Yes. But he has this level of loyalty that in the books is unparalleled by anybody else. Yeah. He he goes so Except far as to talk back to teachers later, but, and, and and all that yeah. stuff, and even when uh, he's mad at you, yeah. But in in the movie, Ron is the one who will agree with a teacher speaking poorly about someone, or or I don't know. Ron Ron just gives me the vibes of what Peter Pettigrew would be like. Yeah, and I think that in the movies they try to make that parallel, but it doesn't really work. No. Okay. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, Hermione's just mad because, like, that really could have hurt Malfoy, so it's a good thing McGonagall stopped, and and Ron is like, Hermione, just stop. You're ruining the best moment of my life. True. Um, and Hermione, again, starts wolfing down her dinner. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like... Don't tell us you're going back to the library, Harry says. And she's like, I've got to. I've got loads to do. And they're like, but you told us none of your professors gave you homework. So what are you doing? She's like, no, no, no. It's not schoolwork. And then she finishes her food in five minutes and she's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when Fred and George and yeah. Lee and Jordan are like, Moody's phenomenal. Yeah. And it's. Um, you just know. I love this. Hold on. Um, Moody. It's Fred saying it. Mm-hmm. How cool is he? Beyond cool, says George, sitting down opposite Fred. Super cool, said the twins' best friend, Lee Jordan, sliding into the seat beside George. We had him this afternoon, he told Ron and Harry. Harry and Ron. That's the way it says it. What was it like, said Harry eagerly. eagerly. I can't read today. Nope. Fred, George, and Lee exchanged looks full of meaning. Never had a lesson like it, said Fred. He knows, man, said mm-hmm. Lee. Knows what, said Ron, leaning forward. Knows what it's like to be out there doing it, said George impressively. Doing what, said Harry. I love this interaction. Mm-hmm. Fighting the dark arts, said Fred. He's seen it all, said George. Amazing, said Lee. Ron dived into his bag for his schedule. We haven't gotten until Thursday, he said in a disappointed voice. Yep. So. They're fanboying over Moody. They're fanboying over Moody, which I totally get, though, because he literally did the most amazing thing they've ever seen right in front of them. 
Yeah, no teacher's ever done something like that before. Well, because it's against the rules. So most teachers wouldn't. Rules are made to be broken. Mm, not all of them. Some. Some, yes. Mm. But anyway. Um, yeah, that's the end of that chapter. So we get to see their first day of school and the fact that Hagrid is still trying to get them to work with animals, creatures that could potentially be dangerous. Because why would you want something that can sting you or suck your blood or, you know, burn you because one of its ends explodes? It's attacking like a million different ways. You yeah. know what? Versatility. Versatility. We're not mad at it. No. Um, we also find out that boober tubers, that their pus, once diluted, can help with acne. That's cool, I guess. But it has to be diluted. Yes, because if it's not diluted, then it can actually... I think it can make you break out in like oils like or something. It has the opposite Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we find out that Moody is not to be played with. Yep. He has a, an, uh, a good sense of morality, is what you get. Like, don't attack when your opponent's back is turned kind of thing. Yes. So, I, I mean, I kind of like that. Yeah, but... I mean, he did go a little far with the bouncing him on the stone. Listen. A little bit. Sometimes you just do things. Sometimes you just have to bounce ferrets on stones? Yes. Only if they've been transfigured from Draco Malfoy? Yeah. Okay. Or his like? Yeah. Okay. I mean. That's my thought process. (laughs) You are silly. I'm just honest, dude. Well, anyway, that is the end of this chapter. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we're going to hopefully see more of Moody very soon. Yes. Spoiler, we will. It's not really a spoiler because it's, it's the next episode. It's, it's literally, literally it's the next chapter. Book, like it... Yeah. It's a thing. We say spoiler joking around sometimes. We It's not really a spoiler. If we had one, we would put our little spoiler warning in the beginning of the chapter. Yes. All right, so that's it. We're done. Bye. Bye. We need new chairs. We really do. You need more furniture upstairs. Dude, my room's empty.